Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Now, homeowners who use excessive amounts of water could face charges of up to €500 Euro after the Commission for Regulation of Utilities yesterday approved water conservation proposals that had been put forward by Irish Water. Irish Water says it was recommending a range of measures in an effort to reduce household water usage and reduce the costs associated with providing water services. Now, they include a procedure for Irish Water to assess, notify and then charge charge customers who are using excessive amounts of water, as well as introducing a €1.85 charge per 1,000 litres consumed over and above what will be considered the household's annual allowance. It was decided this €1.85 charge should apply to both the household water supply and separately to the wastewater supply with a combined cap on those charges of €500 Euro a year. Now, following legislation brought in in 2017, households are currently allowed 213,000 litres of water per year. Households with more than four occupants can apply for an extra allowance of 25,000 litres per additional occupant. But analysis carried out by Irish Water, which formed part of the proposal to the CRU, showed 80,000 households used well in excess of the 213,000 litre allowance. Consumers are to be given 12 months to identify from the time that it's identified that they're using excessive water usage to address the issue in their homes if there are possibly leaks or if they're just being a bit flahulak and having a bath a couple of times a day, every day. Um, The publication of the Commission's decision to approve the proposal comes as Irish Water also launched a new water conservation campaign. It's going to be a campaign to try and highlight our attention to water wastage and so that we're maybe a little bit more aware of how we're using water in our own homes to try and cut down on uh, our usage of water. But also they carried out a survey or rather Behaviour and Attitudes carried out a survey on behalf of Irish Water. It found 52% of the public acknowledge that they waste water. So more than half of us say, yeah, we're absolutely, we're wasting water and we're not really thinking twice about it. 25% also believing that they don't need to conserve water because of the level of rainfall here in Ireland. Now, it's you don't need a long memory to think of last summer in 2018. We had a series of bad storms, we had a lot of snow and then we had a very prolonged drought because of the heat wave and the water supplies were running out in the main reservoirs. Irish Water had to launch a campaign, we had to implement a, a hose pipe ban and Irish Water said that really, really worked. That um, with the campaigns that they they had last year, people did cut back on their usage of water. But then as soon as the emergency element of it was over and done with, people went back to doing what they'd always done before. So today we want to get your thoughts on paying for excess water. Two years ago, the country came together and protested against water charges. Citizens united on the streets in their fight against the charges. The government ultimately had to listen, albeit because they had... um, a gun to their head, really, by Fianna Fáil in the Confidence and Supply Agreement. Nonetheless, they listened. The water charges are gone. But there is still this loophole of having to pay for excessive water usage. How do you feel about it? Some people saying they'd be happy to pay for water wastage because as a country, we need to make sure that water is not being wasted. And we also need to punish those financially who don't care and have this flahulic attitude. Others, though, believing that under no circumstances will they be paying when there's a problem with leaks across the country. We've heard that Irish Water giving everyone a 12-month period 
to identify that A, that they are going over and above their allowance. Then they'll be given 12 months to see why they're doing that. Why is that happening inside your home? They're not telling us anything, though, about the amount of water that's being wasted before it even gets to our home. And on that, I want to bring in Sinn Féin TD for Dublin Midwest and the party's spokesperson on water, Owen O'Brien. Owen, thanks for joining us on the Nile Boiling Show today. Um, So... We're wasting it, 52%, over half of the population admitting in this behaviour and attitude survey that we are wasting water and we're not really thinking about it. A further 25% really don't see the big deal with this. But we can't be expected to continue just using water willy-nilly without thought or consideration and still have it for free. Well, look, I suppose let me add a couple of additional bits of information to the information you've already given your, your listeners. The first is uh, information from the uh, uh, Commission on Energy Regulation presented to the Oireachtas Special Committee on the Future Funding of Water Services um, two years ago showed that we have one of the lowest levels of household water consumption in the OECD. Okay. And in fact, we have a significantly lower level of household water consumption than many European countries that have metered domestic water charges, such as Britain. Okay. The, the second thing is, is we do have an issue. There, there are about 8% of households who, according to Irish Water, have a very, very high level of water usage. The problem, however, is, is we don't know if they are wasting water, as, as has been suggested, or if there are other problems. So, for example, uh, I have a constituent here in Lucan. She bought a house at the height of the boom. A water meter was installed some years ago, uh, and then she realised that there was a massive amount of water uh, being used at her address. She did the right thing. She called Irish Water. They came out and did their first fix, which is doing an assessment and doing some remedial works up to the the, the door of her house. Mm -hmm. But what they realized was that the house that she bought, in good faith, was badly built. Uh, And there is some problem in the water system under the foundations of her property. Now, that woman is not wasting water. In Mm -hmm. fact, she conserves water uh, uh, very frugally. But she is now going to be charged because she is not in a position to pay for the kinds of remedial works that would be required to address that problem. Likewise, for example, all over Ireland, particularly in rural Ireland, we have pensioners living in old properties uh, that would have very antiquated systems, who again are living very frugally uh, on state pensions or small occupational pensions, who don't have the financial wherewithal to upgrade the water systems in their houses, many built before the 1960s, and they are going to be penalised. So I have no difficulty with measures that are aimed at conservation or indeed punishing people who, who are finding people who are willfully wasting large volumes of water. But in fact, what this charge is going to do is it's going to punish a very significant number of people, working families who are homeowners or, or pensioners, who aren't wasting a single bit, but who need assistance. And when this issue was discussed in the uh, uh, Rockdust Committee, many of us argued and put forward a better way of tackling this problem. We said that there should be a, a statewide program of identifying the cause of why those households are using a significantly larger volume of water uh, and a greater range of supports for low- and middle-income families to enable them uh, to rectify leaks. And then after all of that work is done, if there are still some people who uh, are deliberately and recklessly and willfully wasting water, there's a system in place already for those people to be fined, and I would have no difficulty with that. The problem is, is Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael wouldn't agree to that. So instead, we have this crazy system. And what, what, what's bizarre about it is not only is it deeply unfair, it's also going to cost Irish Water more money to administer than to raise. So it'll be a net loss for Irish Water. Uh, and it's a distraction from the real leaks. 40% of, of treated water is lost in the public water system before it crosses the boundary of a private home. The focus should be on a significant increase in the levels of investment to tackle that. I mean, 
the Irish Times this week has been running a series of stories about the proposal of Irish Water to run a pipeline from the Shannon to Dublin yeah. to try and tackle the, the, the uh, uh, kind of knife-edge difficulties that we have with our water supply in the city. Yet, if they do that project, and it'll cost one and a half billion or more, uh, uh, the day that water starts to arrive in Dublin, 40% of it, right, having been shipped all the way across the country at great expense to the taxpayer, will be lost in the system. So if we're serious about conserving water, uh, Irish water shouldn't be spending and wasting money on, on behaviour and attitude surveys. They should be pumping money to rapidly accelerate the upgrading of our, of our uh, water treatment uh, infrastructure in Dublin. The other thing I'd say is this. <clears throat> There's a lot of other measures that could be taken to conserve water. And again, many of us proposed and in fact uh, got the Oireachtas uh, Committee on the Future Funding of Water Services to accept recommendations uh, around better use of water in the household, greater support for households who want to conserve water, uh, but also changes to our planning regulations because as new houses are being built, we need to ensure that they have the best possible water conservation technology in them. The difficulty is the government hasn't implemented any of those things. So in many houses, we're still using treated water uh, uh, to flush our toilets. Right? One of the few European countries that does that. Whereas if we were supporting households <coughs> or ensuring new buildings and proper rainwater harvesting, that water could be used to flush our toilets and we wouldn't have to use expensively treated uh, 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 drinking water to do so. Likewise, for example, uh, dual flush toilets and a whole range of other things should be mandatory in our planning regulations. So that if you buy a new built house today, already you are conserving far more water than before. I do think the idea of a public information education campaign is a great idea. Mm. I'd roll it out in the schools. Yeah, I, I, you're, you're probably right to, to, to get in and have that education. Uh, I mean, Barney, the purple dinosaur, teaches kids, preschoolers, not to leave the water running when they're brushing their teeth. Yeah. And that's something that I know certainly my kids now as teenagers still exactly. do because they learned it from Barney, um, the purple dinosaur. But I want to come back, if I can, um, Owen, to yeah. the, um, the, the, the the amount of treated water that's actually being wasted before it ever gets to any house. 40%, you say, are the yeah. figures. This 1.5 billion euro that is the proposal is is to spend on pumping water from the Shannon to Dublin. How far would that 1.5 billion go in actually fixing the leaky pipes that are in many cases still Victorian infrastructure? The, the, the two things to say are, first of all, uh, Dublin's water supply is on a knife edge. And I, I talk to senior water engineers across the four Dublin local authorities, uh, and they will admit that that as our population grows and as as, as the I suppose the more adverse climate events uh, become more frequent, we have a real challenge. Uh, now, there are a number of possible sources of that water. One of the concerns I have is when Irish Water brought forward the proposals for the, the, the Shannon to Dublin pipeline, one of the things they didn't adequately look at is what are called aquifers, groundwater supplies in the Dublin and West Midland, East Midlands region. Uh, and I've asked Irish Water to go back and redo a survey to see, first of all, are there sources of water closer to Dublin, you know, in the, in the Mideastern region that we could be accessing, that would be quicker and cheaper than the pipeline. And second, is we've raised with them a number of times in the Oireachtas Committee, could they not accelerate the leakage reduction programme? Now, they keep saying that leakage reduction is very complicated, that you have to go in and rip up streets and etc. Mm. But we've had counter-evidence from people who've looked at how the City of London uh, dramatically reduced its level of leakage. What, uh, was show, its, what was its level of leakage as a matter so of interest? It, it, well, its level of leakage wasn't as, as large as ours, but the, the rate at which they reduced it to the internationally accepted norm, like there's always going to be some leakage in your system. If you can bring it down between 10 and 20%, that seems to be for older cities the kind of target. 
uh, and London was able to reduce its level of leakage far more dramatically. Irish Water does have a programme. There's several hundred million euros going into it annually, uh, but it's going to take far too long uh, to reduce it. And I really do think that before we start spending millions and millions of euros of taxpayers' money, uh, and knowing the way Fine Gael handle infrastructure projects, if it's 1.4 billion today, just like the Children's Hospital and Rural Broadband, who knows what it will be by the time it's actually been rolled out. Mm-hmm. We cannot justify spending money to pump water across the, the country with potentially negative impacts for some aspects of the Shannon environment and uh, and fishing uh, uh, infrastructure there, when almost half of it is going to be... It's going leaked. to be wasted, yeah. So, oh. like, I, I'm keeping an open mind on whether or not we need the pipeline, but I want to hear from Irish Water first, are they going to accelerate the leakage reduction programme? And is there sources of water closer to Dublin that can be accessed, particularly from large aquifers that are in the Dublin uh, commuter belt uh, uh, area? Oh, and I want to ask you, you mentioned that at committee stage, a number of members of the committee were putting forward or suggesting that there be better ways and in, ter- in terms of range of supports to rectify leaks yeah. at the household. If you have situations like your constituent, she bought a house that wasn't properly constructed yeah. and there's, it's leaking left, right and centre. The first fix, I understand it, if Irish Water have to come out and investigate a leak, any first fix involved in that up to your doorstep is free of charge. Exactly. But anything after that, you have to fund yourself. Exactly. Did the Commission for Regulation of Utilities pay any heed to that at all um, when making this decision to, ju- to give the go-ahead to charge for excessive no, usage? No, but, but it's not their job. It, it, this, this is the responsibility of government. What, what happened was... There is some general text in the report that the Committee on the Future Funding of Water, uh, Domestic Water, water Services uh, uh, passed, which talks about increased supports for households, but the government hasn't enacted on any of that. And what they should do is, is they should introduce what we call a blended funding model for that kind of infrastructure. So, for example, for very low-income families, for example, pensioners, uh, uh, there should be grant aid up to, for example, 100%, depending on the kind of works that are required. But for families, for example, that have means, there should be a mixture of grant aid uh, and long-term low-interest loans. Uh, And, of course, the greater your income, the lower level of grant aid and the higher level of loan, because not all households will have the money available to fix the leak. I can hear the the the, the middle uh, middle income earners being the ones getting stuck in this one yet know, again. What, what, what the middle income earners would do, in fact, is, is they would be the ones who would benefit the most from this, because today the situation is they have to full, foot the full cost of it. And many of those hardworking homeowners, and many of them bought homes at the height of the boom and are paying big mortgages, they simply don't have the money to pay for it. But if, if a package was available to them to say, okay, depending on their income, and when I say grant aid, I mean for some of your middle-income people that maybe Irish Water would cover 20% of it, but a long-term low-interest loan was provided. Uh, uh, for those households, I think they would be very pleased with that because they would be able to get the work done now. They would be able to conserve the water, uh, and they would be able to then pay down the cost of that work. Now, there is a broader issue here, which is, is if, for example, the problems in their properties are the result of bad building. There's a separate argument going on in the Oireachtas at the minute. Uh, I authored a report for the Housing Committee two years ago on latent defects, so where people bought apartments or houses during the Celtic Tiger only to realise that they were badly built and had no proper fire safety or Mm. water ingress, etc. Separately, there is a need for a latent defects redress scheme to assist those homeowners. That's yeah, a kind of a parallel battle. These things sound a long way off, though, Owen O'Brien. Un- they really, really un- do. Unfortunately, they are currently not on the agenda of the government. But what I would say is this. One of the reasons why 
builders and developers at the height of the Celtic Tiger were able to get away with dodgy practices is because the regulatory regime that was in place at the time, that had been put in place by Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael, wasn't fit for purpose. And the state can't simply wash its hands and say, this is nothing to do with us, this is just a private matter between the homeowner and the builder, because, of course, that means the homeowner has to take the builder to court, and the cost of that and the risks involved are so prohibitive, people don't do it. So we need a scheme. And again, look, I'm mindful that we're talking about big sums of money, but again, other countries have found ways of dealing with this without having to increase taxes or without having to raid the exchequer purse and blended schemes with a mix of grant aid and low-interest long-term loans, often provided by utility companies off the government's balance sheet, is the sensible approach. What I will say, however, is, is what the Commission on Energy Regulation has agreed today will do nothing to promote conservation, will punish large numbers of hard-working middle-income families or, or pensioners who, who have, have property but not much income, uh, with an unfair charge uh, uh, for allegedly wasting water when they are not and they don't have the means to rectify the problem in the first place. And that's not a good solution for anybody. OK, oh, no, Bryn, um Sinn Féin TD for Dublin Midwest and also the party spokesperson on water. Thanks for putting even more flesh on the bones of what's happening here with the Commission for the Regulation of Utilities, the CRU, giving Irish Water the go-ahead to charge us um, for excessive water usage, even in cases whereby it may not be our problem. It may not be the householder's problem. It may not be the householder uh, overly using water and not being considerate or mindful of how they're using water. Brian, are you happy to pay for excessive use of water if it's your own fault? I think some of the points that Owen O'Brien was making there is like the biggest problem we have in Ireland is Irish water. 50% 50% of the water was being lashed into the ground every single day. Yeah, but I mean, that, that wastage was there before we had Irish water. It's yes, not like Irish and, water came in and put holes in the pipes. Yes, but Irish water, when it came into existence in 2014, said that it was a historical lack of investment in by the county councils and the government mm. who had given the money. Yet, at the moment, Irish water are not investing in the, the product that they have, which is the, the water mains, 1% is only being replaced every single year, which will take 100 years for it to, um, for them to do the whole system. So why don't Irish Water and the, egg, the, the regulator say, right, the priority is to fix the water main pipes that are leaking, and they need to be fixed now. And we need the government to take ownership of this and invest in the big major investment in water. To be fair, to be fair though, Brian, to be fair though, Brian, Irish Water are investing money. There is money being invested in. Maybe not in the right places immediately, certainly not when it comes to to leakage. We heard uh, Owen O'Brien telling us that 40% of the water is actually leaking from the pipes before it ever gets to anyone's household. But there's only a a limited amount of money and there might be, you know, would you, you know, we're talking about water shortages in some areas of the country. We're talking about toxic water in some areas of the country. So having any form of water supply and having a safe and secure form of water supply maybe has to be the priority when it comes to um, to Irish water uh, in investing money. Last year you had um, a water hose ban in Dublin and um, they, were, they were bringing the water down during the night time. But it wasn't because there was lack of water in Dublin. It was because the water was being pumped into the ground. And unless Irish water, you know, this 1.2 million they want to spend on a pipeline from Limerick to Dublin, if that money was invested in Dublin, 
uh, which saves an awful lot of treated domestic water, which is, um, which is very expensive to do. And yet Irish water have no problem having these the, um, follies of, of getting water from Limerick to Dublin instead of investing the money in the proper place in re- uh, replacing the water mains. And all this thing about, um, oh, we need to conserve water. Irish water are not interested in conserving water. They're only in, uh, do you know what they have as, um, as one of their acronyms? It's cell. And, and it means sustainable economic level of leakage, which means that you'll only fix the pipe if it's if it costs more to, to produce the water. Mm. So they will leave the leaks there, and that is a, a, a thing that they learn from England, particularly from Thames Water. Well, there's always there's the always pipe. going to be yeah, but there's always going to be some level of water leakage, Brian. Even if you do replace the entire pipe network, Mihal, how are you, how do you feel about this? Are you if you're wasting water, are you prepared to pay for it? But you got your imaginary submission, shy. He's a learning guy, you fell over. Now, down in the middle, guys, the white lines are fairly bad. But I would be prepared to pay for water, but not for wastage of water because it wouldn't waste it. But I'm listening to your clients there, and this problem we have is the maintenance of the pipeline. And the maintenance of the pipeline takes an awful lot of money. We're not paying for water, we're paying for the, we're paying for the supply of the water. The water is there. But I'd like to tie it in with the floods in the country. People can't get insurance because their houses have been flooded several times over. Better usage should be made of the water right across the board. And whether it's coming from Shannon or Donegal or wherever the water is coming from, it has to come from somewhere. And the maintenance of the pipes in the whole area, this requires serious, serious money invested in it. Michal, they uh, might, Irish Water might argue that in order to have the money to invest into fixing the infrastructure, they need to be getting money from, uh, from users who are using too much water or using water at all. Yeah, yeah I just said that. I wouldn't have a problem in paying for money, whatever, I don't know how they're going to set a goal on it or what their usage or, or excessive usage is going to be, what they're not going to allow a house. I wouldn't mind personally having to pay, provided that there was concrete evidence that that money was going into the system and helped to, I don't know how you can prevent a leak, but uh, you can't prevent them. There was massive bursts up in Longford in the dark here a few years ago, serious wastage, and out around Navan. But you can't see these things in advance unless you have a detector to t- detect whether there's minor leaks and minor leaks like it in the, the, the dam in Holland. They have to be stopped under a minor leak before they explode up. But uh, they, they need massive investment. I personally would not have a problem in paying for excess use of water. So are you like Mihal? Do you not have a problem paying for excessive use of water provided that the leaks are all fixed? Do you think that it's impossible to think that in actual fact you're going to have a water system that's going to be leak-free? And what about the green and more sustainable element of this? Should we be thinking about our future where we have our, our school children taking to the streets uh, concerned about climate change, concerned about secure water supplies. Should we be taking this on the chin and paying for our water to ensure that they have a clean and safe supply in the future? Just some of your comments on the WhatsApp and text line. Tara, you said that someone bought a house that was leaking water. Surely that person had an engineer's report done on the house. I think it's compulsory now. Therefore, the onus is on the engineer to find any problems with the house, not Irish water. That from Mike in Galway. I think the issue here, Mike, and that was Owen O'Brien who told us about one of his constituents that... um, 
it wasn't subject maybe to an engineer's report because it was a new property. It had just been built. And so therefore it was shoddy workmanship on behalf of the developer or the half of the uh, construction company. And there's no recourse to that. And, and, you know, the first fix, Irish Water will come out and they'll fix your um, issues up to your door. But anything thereafter, you have to fund yourself. To reduce Ireland's wastewater, the government should look to Israel. Israel has reduced its water waste to between 7 and 8%. In 2007, Israel introduced low flow toilet and shower heads nationwide. They also built desalination plants to use seawater and it introduced a drip irrigation technology to reduce the amount of fresh water being used by farmers. Um, yeah, that's the thing. We we used to hear years ago about our politicians going off on junkets to inspect this, that and the other that we never seem to have. Are they going off and having a look at countries like Israel? I mean, I know Owen O'Brien spoke about London and made comparisons to London and the reduction in the leakage there. But desalinisation, and that's a very good point. I mean, whatever about water shortages caused by changeable weather patterns, we're surrounded by sea in this country. Is desalinisation maybe a smart option? Carl, where do you stand on all of this? Oh, Are you happy? Well, I could talk to you all night about it because it's been very nice to talk to you, Tara. Uh, it's, it's been one of my interests for a long time because I work for a wholesale company and I've been working since 1971 and I drive in and around Dublin and up all over the country, you okay. know. So I've seen how Dublin has grown. But just on those last couple of things, Tara, the desalification, evidently very expensive. That's, that's the one that they say about that. Very, very dear. More and expensive, though, than uh, spending one and a half billion um, to pump water from the Shannon to Dublin. Well, uh, well to answer your question again, Tara, I've, here again, I have a great interest in it. An Irish water rep said yes. Yes. They've said that they, they, that's, they've, they've looked at all the bit different modules. They still haven't done anything. This is the big problem, Tara. They haven't done anything. We're still talking about it. Now, this has been going on for years. And the other qu- question, by the way, they're not going to get the leakages down much lower than that, Tara. Yeah, I heard a Irish water spokesman. He was actually questioning that. And your man said, what are you talking about? 10%? Can you get it down to 20 No, he said. At best, you're looking at another 2 or 3%, maybe 3 or 4% on what they've already done. And at one stage, Tara, I don't know whether you're aware of this, when I was growing up, over 90%, let me tell your listeners that and see what people think, over 90% of the water that came from the heavens was, was, was leaked away. Right. They've, they've, they've got it down now, they reckon, to the maximum. They ain't, in, in, in the UK, in some areas, it's down as little as 20, as down as much as 20, it's down to 20%. That's with, what Owen O'Brien said about London, that it was down to yes, around yes, 20%. It is. And, and, even, and, and in lots of areas in England where they would have the same old pipes. But your man has definitely said they're only looking at another 3 or 4% tariff. And why, why? Did he because, give a reason for that, yeah, Carl? Yes, he did. He said that the, the piping is too old. The, the, once again, I suppose it's down to finance. They've been doing a fair bit on it. I mean, I've seen Irish Water working, particularly after the criticism they got last year. But all the governments over the years, Tara, they have let this water thing slip. And you're spot on about going around and having a look at other places. I mean, when you, when you go to the, you've only got to go to the continent to really warm climates on your holidays. Yeah. You don't see a cloud in the sky for a, a fortnight yeah. and you get under the shower and it nearly knocks you over. Mm. Here we've had this water problem all the time and we, have, we are facing, and I like like me share myself, so I'm, I, I, we are facing a major, major problem. So uh, what has on to happen, Coast. Carl? What has to happen then? Well, Do well, we well, just well, have to dig deep? Do we just have to go, right, OK, look, we can morally object to this all we like. We can make the argument that we're already yeah. paying for water through our taxation. Yeah. But are we just going to have to suck it up and go, Do you know what? Well, well, if we want a water supply, we're going to have to pay for it. Well, I can certainly see shortages coming down the... T- and and I, I hate it because I like, I like me water. I like washing me car. I like, you know, keeping me flowers nice. I like an extra few minutes in the shower. And I do think if you were being charged, I think all of us would have to admit, I don't want to pay. I did pay. 
I paid because I, I had an interest in war. Mm. I could see why people didn't pay. I think it came at the wrong time, didn't it, Tara? It was one of the last taxes that Pascal and his, and, and his merry men brought in after taxing us well, so it was, many it was, times. It was so one, pe- of, th- it was one of those, Carl, that we were essentially told. There was, there was very little wriggle room in it. Yeah. The, the IMF told us that the government of the day, which I think was still at that stage, um, I think the Labour Party was still in, involved in government at that, at that point in time, that they said, look, you're one of the only countries in the OECD right. that doesn't have water charges. You need to implement them. Yeah. You see, and the other thing, Tara, when you say general taxation, you know yourself, general taxation, the money goes into a pot by the time the health service fella gets his hands on yeah. it, education and all the rest yeah. of it. There's, 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 there, there, is there enough for everything? We all say a general taxation and general taxation because now we're being taxed on so many other issues. Stay with but, me, Carl. But, but Stay just, just let me make go one on, other go on, point, go on. Tara, and very, very quickly, we, 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 un, unless we get some money from somewhere, to act quickly for the greater Dublin area, we're all in problems because you've only got to look at the business estates, housing estates and industrial estates that have cop- cropped up in the greater Dublin area and beyond in the last 20 years, Tara, and the whole amount of hotels that have been built and there is just not enough reservoirs yeah. and there is not enough water coming into the system. And we are, I mean, it's just going to cause absolutely, can you imagine turning around for, before you even get to the summer and somebody saying to you, your water's going off at eight o'clock. Yeah. Um, good points, Carl, and well made. Stay with me. Pat, you know, this, you is, this, is, this is where we're at. We're at the stage where maybe we're just going to have to make, uh, you know, we're going to have to realise we can't have everything. Water is absolutely essential for our daily lives, for our economy, for our industry and for our business and for our health and we're just going to have to pay for it. Well, it always was, though, all those things and we always have paid for it. That's the problem. And the problem is that they weren't putting the money that we were paying for it doing what they should have been doing and we wouldn't have this problem now in relation to bad pipe work and all the rest. But we all, no, wanted, we all wanted our lower taxes and we all wanted our higher pensions for our older people and we all wanted proper, well, we so, we proper we benefits we for people who were unemployed we and struggling. We, we can't have it all, Sarah, as Carl says. Sarah, we, we elect governments to, to look after us, you know, the people, we're the people. And like, the thing about it, you think the money that the government was spending, wasn't it? It's our money. It's our tax money. Everything we... Everything bit of tax we pay and it's not just income tax it's everything we buy we pay tax on yeah but but there's only so much of it Pat Carl do you want to respond to Pat there and what he's saying I, I agree there's only so much but then it should be used properly Pat, you're dead right, Pat. That, uh, my, my point was, it hasn't been worked properly for so, so long that we're so but many look, now years behind, look, Pat, that we're, we're, we've got to a stage where we're in big trouble. And we still haven't, as, as regards the, the, the next one that they say where they're going to get the water from, from the Shannon, there's, there's the yeah, big, big debate. The, Sha- the Shannon people, Pat, say, you're not getting a drop of water from us. So, so you haven't even laid one pipe down to get it from be there, and you're still in now negotiations, and you know how long these arguments yeah, go on to pay farmers out to go across that land, the whole lot. But apart exactly. from that, look, this thing initially when Irish when water was moved and the whole thing about pain, pain was moved, it was all down to conservation. And I remember there was, um, there was a spokesperson from Irish water was on being interviewed, and this is what really, really got me. This one whole thing got me about the whole issue was um, <clears throat> they were talking about what it was going to cost and how much are we going to charge people for this? And as you remember, now this is a, conversa- a con- conservation issue, okay? And somebody says, oh, well, that's grand. Then we just have to use less water and you won't be charged as much, and that's fine. Oh, no. Well, if that happens, then we just have to charge it at a higher pair. Pat, what are we going to do for the future when somebody tells you, you, you know, you can't come home late after your football training and have a shower? It's not going to happen. 
You don't think so? Well, I tell you something. It's just all down to money. I tell you, this is the whole thing. It's all down to money at the end of the day. And it's about, and I tell you, ultimately, it's about, it's about a certain group of people making money from the Irish people, okay? Now, if it's all about money, okay, why are they paying Irish water people so much money? They are being paid extraordinary. I'll tell you one thing, you know, and I, I have an idea because I know some of these people working for Irish water, and the wages they're on is, is extraordinary. I think a lot of um, them, Pat, to be fair, came from the local authorities and their their rates of pay would have been set by the local authority who were their employer, i.e. the state was their employer. So uh, that answer is that one. A current poll on Twitter, 29% of people saying that they are happy to pay for their water supply. 71% are not happy. Which side of the fence are you on on this? Let us know. Jack, are you happy to safeguard our water supply into the future by maybe paying for it? Absolutely not. It's a holy disgrace is what they're doing, trying to do. They're, they're, it's just another way. It's going in the back door, trying to get us to people to pay, the people of Ireland to pay for water again like they were did. We already had a debate on this before and the government laughed on it. It's just another way of sneaking in and, and, and getting money out of people. It's, it's, it's totally wrong and it's just it's not going to happen. It's but it's only happen. for those who excessively use it. These charges that have been given the go-ahead uh, by the CRU, it's only for people who are using excessive amounts of water. Well, the thing about it is, you see, what were they saying? If, if, if a person uses more than 100 litres a day or a week, is it? There's, uh, the you're allowed, you're allowed and, and a household is allowed to use 213,000 litres of water per year. And if you've right. more than four people living in your home, you're allowed to get an extra 25,000 litres per person. Well, what they'll actually do is they'll change the law to, to bring that number down. And what they'll do is they'll bring it down so low that there'll be no way you'll be able to survive on the water that you're using without going over the limit. And that's how they'll get the money. And that's how they've been doing it for years and years. By, by, it's just another way of getting in the back door. That's all it is. Do you not accept, though, Jack, that, um, that that's, we have to pay for it? Because we could be, and we heard from Ono Brain, we heard from our, our um, listener Carl there a moment ago, we're going to run out. You're going to have situations whereby water shortages, hosepipe bans like we saw last year, are going to become more frequent and they're going to happen all throughout the year, not just in a once-in-a-generation uh, event like like a severe summer drought. The only reason why there's water shortages is because, and that's only estimated what they know, that there's 40% of the water is leaking in this country. In this country, 40% of the water is gone, is, is lost through leaks. And the other thing is, um, we were drowning. We were up to our necks in water every winter. So with all the water that's there, why don't they sell the water? There's countries out there that are selling water to countries that need it. Why doesn't the government set up something and make money on all the water that we're, that we're doing? Fix the leaks and sell the water. Carl, and, you're, I think Carl is still with us, Jack. Yeah. I want Carl to come in on that because it's a bit of a specialist subject. So, so what's happening when we're drowning and when we're, wait, 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 when wait, we're, wait. When we're having floods, which we've had for years and years you're, you're, and years? You're spot, you're spot on. That's why Irish people have always had it. This has been a major, major problem for a long, long time. We have a, a very, very strange relationship with the water. It keeps coming out of the sky, and, and it, it, we've seen floods and all the rest of it, and you think, surely, you, even, even, this, even this year, 
Uh, but you remember when Irish Water said last year, we do, we, 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 do, we do not need a dry autumn or winter. And we didn't get one. Mm. We didn't get a severe winter. But if you actually go back to last autumn, Tara, uh, the rain started after, after our hot summer last year. The rain started. And it's been coming down pretty regularly since. In fact, even this summer, we've had a fair bit of showers and, 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 and days when it's been very, very wet. But the, it, it, the, 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 the gentleman who's bond said... The leakage problem, the 40%, more than 40%, is not going to be rectified. So you have your leakage problem and you have a, very, a, a far greater population. When was the population of, of the greater Dublin area when I started work in the 70s and going through the 80s, Tara? What is it now? Is it, are, we, are we 2 million people? We are. I think we're in excess of two million. And when you put in, in, and when Dublin, you, in the greater Dublin, in the greater area, Dublin area, right? and yeah. yeah, and if you put in the population of the entire country is now yeah. in around the four million, exactly. and we're talking about eighty thousand households who have seemingly been identified well, for, a, for using excessive amounts. Well, you've asked me for the remedy for a star tower. We we didn't even build enough reservoirs. Where are the reservoirs? There's one out here in Black Rock. There's a couple here. There. I mean, since this great intense in population on the east coast, where has there been? Are there, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm not up to date on it, but has any re- new reservoirs been built? I think. I think. I mean, I know that you know you can nearly. There's, there's that, that few of them that I think people would know where they all are. Yeah, I don't know. The only answer I can give you to that is actually coincidentally, I happened to be walking up in Deer Park in Holtz at the weekend, and in actual fact, there's a small little reservoir there, um, which Irish Water are now tapping into. So I think clearly there, it's it must be on their radar somewhere in, in relation to that. I want to bring Anne in. Anne, wh- where do you lie on paying for water? Oh, I'm I'm quite willing to pay for uh, water and I and I did pay um, previously and I even got a refund you know oh, yeah okay so um, what, what has happened to me now is that uh, um, I've had a meter fitted outside my home I didn't have my own meter and uh, and more houses in the area had same done but before Christmas there was an excessive amount of water coming through the area. And uh, the pipes on my roof were really wrestling very, very hard. And a plumber told me that I'd have to get onto the town hall, which I did. And somebody from the town hall came out and said, oh, I see the problem. I know the problem. And blah, blah, blah. And it will be okay. And uh, it Gradually, over the next week or so, yes, it went away. What I was worried about was um, my the pipes, that the pipes would be able to take the pressure of all this pounding. It was really pounding now because my water tank is above in the loft, uh, no, on the outside, on the flat roof. And, um, you know, I have no heating now because I'm told that there's a leak there. I've no heating. I don't need what's heating it? now, but I did need heating after. Right, and you're and you're and you're going to you're going to need it again. I dare say, as we come into the autumn and the winter. So, what's happening with this leak, Anne? Who's fixing I it? I don't know. I don't. There's nobody coming near me. Nobody. You've been on to Irish Water, and they haven't responded to you. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yes. Well, I've been on to City Hall, and um, I'm not getting any response at all. And have you contacted Irish Water directly? No, I haven't actually. Is it in relation to the water supply, though, that's coming in that you think that the problem is being caused I by? I would definitely say that the pressure of water was too much that, and it caused the leak in the pipes. The pipes, I was telling my lads, don't use the upstairs loo at night, at night time because especially at night time, for some reason or other, maybe it's the quiet of night, 
But still, it was much louder at night time, and it would continue for quite some some time. And I and you know, but um, you know, I was really minding it, you know, and. And how, so do you, how, does, how does it make you feel now that at a time when you are concerned about a leak and you've no, paid for your water supply that there doesn't seem to be anyone, uh, you, you don't seem to have any, any clear direction to go in? I, I, I don't know where to go. I don't know where to go really because, I mean, they did come out from the town hall and it says, oh, they understood what was, ha- what was happening. So... That, to me, I felt they took ownership of this. But and not not to the point not to the point where they're going my to... House is old, yeah, but old. not to the point where they're rectifying it for you. Certainly not, at least as yet, Anne. Um, I wish you good luck with your endeavours to get your, your problems fixed. Yeah, it's a difficult one and you can't help but have a fear that if we are heading down a road where we have to pay again, will these problems be fixed down the line? Will we see less wastage? Uh, one listener, Carl, saying no, that you know we're, we're not really going to go um, very much be below the 40%. But I suppose, nonetheless, the message is still important. Water is precious and we need to take care of it. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits.